Welcome, welcome back to Rise to Liberty podcast. Today I am joined by Lady Maga USA, uh, also known Ryan. Well, I'm I'm Ryan Woods, also known as yes. Lady Maga USA. So um, it's an honor. Can you hear me? Everybody can hear me? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. I can hear you just first fine. things first. Let me put on my lip gloss. It's like Jumbo's feather for me. It brings <laughs> me good luck. Um, yeah, it's an honor to be here today. Let's save kids because no child is born in the wrong body, even if they love bows and pink. And my look today is uh, alpha male Cinderella. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, glad to get you back on. Um, this this has been a, a long time coming. Um, so I want to jump into uh, re rejecting mo modernity. Uh, yes modernity yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah modernity it always just sounds weird to me so you had you had made the news recently uh well utah oh, yeah. had made the news recently yeah. with uh let's see it was uh state bill or senate bill senate 16, 16. uh-huh yeah which uh do, do you kind of want to explain exactly what that is to everyone and uh the ramifications of it i absolutely do um i have a little helper who's going to help me explain oh it's adorable <laughs> this is Gus Gus. Isn't he so Love cute? It. He's my little mouse. So, um, yeah, Senate Bill 16. So um, I was actually in um, in recovery from alcoholism when uh, they called me and they were like, please, please come testify. Senator Michael Kennedy needs your your testimony because you just defy the, the labels and the stereotypes. And so I said, OK. Four hours. Um, by the way, I am I am uh, healed and taking it one day at a time. I'm 39 days sober, and I'm never looking back. I've never Proud felt better. You. Yeah, you got to find new coping mechanisms, like cute little uh, Cinderella mice. You know. <laughs> so um, so yeah. So uh, they they called me. Uh, Patriots in Utah called me, and they said, "We'll drive you there. You can testify." And I thought that I was part of public comment, so I had written a little two minute speech. And um, when Senator Michael Kennedy said, uh, these people are going to be presenting the bill to the legislature and the public, he mentioned a bunch of doctors and all of a sudden he said, and Ryan Woods. And I was like, oh, um, I guess I'm on the official presentation team. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got up there and I shared my testimony and um, it went... You know, it has over 300,000 views across social media because, you know, they don't know what's going to hit them when I speak because every other person um, who, you know, the uh, the trans radical activists, um, they got up there and they said, you know, I am the parent of a three year old transgender girl and I knew he was not a boy and he was a girl because he loves Barbies and pink and he never liked boy things. And so I just get up there looking like this and I'm like, Hmm, do colors and toys and Barbies and bows and princesses. Does that make a child a girl? And, and it means they're literally in the wrong body. And a couple of years later, you should start drugging them, chemically castrating them. Um, performing a mastectomy on a girl's breast? Of course not. So after I gave my testimony, uh, which which was phenomenal, um, now that I walk with God, uh, miracles are just happening 
all over all over the place because I'm on that frequency of light. And uh, it was a miracle. The bill uh, did pass. But after I was finished testifying, I went out into the main area and the media was, you know, interviewing people and they were interviewing me and uh, the woke mob bless their hearts. These people are suffering. They're in pain. I don't hate them. They've just been lied to. So the woke mob uh, came for me. They were screaming at me and it intensified and I had to get escorted to my car by the police. So that's how triggered they are by somebody like me, a good old fashioned gay guy who's obviously very flamboyant and colorful saying, uh, leave the kids alone. And if they want to play with a Barbie or they like certain things, it has nothing to do with their biology or quite frankly, even gender. It just means that some girls can't stand Barbies. They can't stand the, the you know, typical girl things. And some boys, they love those things. And so it doesn't even, it has nothing to do with sexuality, LGBTQIA plus alphabet grooming and manipulation. And I actually, um, I got, this shirt is from Gays Against Groomers. And I have to start by saying everything I say is coming from me, not Gays Against Groomers, because sometimes I say things that are a little harsher than what they might say. So I have to clarify that I am uh, a member of Gays Against Groomers, and the only time what I say represents them is if I say I am here representing Gays Against Groomers like I did at the legislature, because they are, they're seven months old. They have over 400,000 followers. They're on Tucker Carlson, um, because we've walked away from the alphabet soup. We are not part of this predatory grooming community that's trying to castrate children. So. Uh, today, I'm speaking on behalf of myself, but of course, um, I support Gays Against Groomers in their uh, worldwide. I just saw they opened a chapter in Ireland. It's a worldwide battle to save the tomboys Good from mastectomies, to save the, quite frankly, the little gay kids like I was. There's no such thing as homosexuals anymore. There's no such thing as gay and lesbian people, good old fashioned ones. Everything is queer, which means nothing. And a child who is different, like many gay people are like me, I've loved Barbies and Cinderella since I was born. Um, they're telling them that they're actually in the wrong body and it's about money and it's about power. Um, at the end of the day, it's not about saving trans lives or preventing suicide, which they weaponize. It's about money and power. It's a billion dollar industry, gender affirming care, which is a euphemism for child mutilation that's on the same level as female genital mutilation in Somalia. It's identical. Yeah. And um, politically, they just gain power because they look like the good guys. You know how they always present themselves as the saviors of the black community, the saviors of people of color, and, and all of their policies actually hurt them, but they look like the compassionate ones. So that's, they get a lot of power. And the whole alphabet movement is no longer about consenting adults. It's, everything is about children. And it's creepy AF, like we're over it. So that's why I'm so glad that Gays Against Groomers, and says it in the name, Gays Against Groomers, we're not alphabet. We're just your neighbors. We're your hairstylist. We're your interior designer. We're your choreographer. Or <laughs> we're your butch lesbian neighbors in their flannel shirts with their Subaru Outback helping you fix your roof. <laughs> the world loves their gay and lesbian brothers and sisters. The world doesn't care. They were completely over it. And now they're starting to hate us again because yep. we're being lumped in to this radical 
out of control, ever expanding predatory grooming alphabet. And we just want nothing to do with it. So no, a, nobody cared about drag shows until kids were involved. Exactly. People loved it. And um, nobody even cared if somebody had like an all ages thing. If it was like Dolly Parton and Aretha Franklin, or, you know, I've done all ages things like, you know, uh, five years ago. And um, if, if the performer is dressed tastefully, nobody cares. But these shows are deliberately explicit. They're yeah. literally stripping in front of little kids in public libraries. And that's the other big difference. Nobody cared about a private event. They do care if it's invading a sacred space like an elementary school or a library. You know, people are allowed to take their kids to R-rated movies. I disagree with that, but it is what it is. So nobody That's really what freedom is right. Well, nobody really cared um, about all ages shows until it became predatory and explicit. Because I'm not here to say that all drag artistry is predatorily evil. It's not. Someone impersonating Aretha, some fat, you know, black drag queen doing Aretha Franklin. <laughs> it's hilarious. And movies like Some Like It Hot or Tootsie or Mrs. Doubtfire. It was, it's always meant to be entertainment with the premise that this is a man wearing traditional women things to make us laugh and have a good time. But now drag, just like everything else, has been taken over with a radical agenda that involves children. And drag children are not dressing up like Cinderella. They are dressing up with a bare midriff, booty shorts. It's it's like there's a there's a child drag queen named Desmond is amazing. Mm. And he, he goes mm -hmm. to like RuPaul's Drag Con in uh, Los Angeles where they have a kid's area. I went to that in, I think it was 2016. Um, and I was walking around and there's all these people in like sex gear, S&M. Um, horrifying explicit costumes drag queens everywhere with sexual innuendo names that are just like really offensive and then little kids everywhere in a kiddie playground and I was just like that's when I started just being like uh nope nope I I think I'm exiting this this is creepy um and so Desmond is amazing is a very famous child um drag queen uh, pushed by the occult. Everything he does is covering one eye. He flashes the 666 symbols. Um, there's an interview with him with two adult men and behind them, there's a poster. And at the bottom of the poster, there's literally the the date rape drug in, in the painting, like the name of it. It's so bad. And so I'm just, I, I, I love to perform. I love to sparkle. I love the challenge of creating a character or impersonating Britney Spears or whatever. But I never fit into the the drugs and the you know sexual anti-Trump, anti-religion. Because all my best friends, I like I'm a Christian. Some people say you can't be a Christian if you're gay. Whatever. We're all imperfect. We all have our stuff. That's ridiculous. Yes, you can. God loves us and the, and Jesus Christ is transforming my life. That's how I got sober on January 6th. He lifted my burden of temptation to drink. So I'm a, I'm a, I will testify of that. Um, but yeah, anyway, every show, like my final straws were, I went to, I was in a competition. I did Barbie. I, I performed to Barbie girl. It was hilarious. And um, 
other performers performed as Hitler and Trump, and they were imitating um, sexual acts on the stage and just desecrating, um, you know, Donald Trump, our president. And so it was just show after show. It was just dirtier and dirtier because I'd always go perform and leave. I wasn't part of the scene. And they didn't really like me because I was uplifting and fun and quite frankly, prettier than them. I didn't do my makeup like a, <laughs> I didn't do my makeup like a demon from hell. The trend in drag isn't to look pretty. It's to look demonic. You know, their, their costumes. It's weird. It's, it's so weird. And they, and they don't cover up. They're, they're obsessed with the tuck, which is where you squish your male anatomy into a costume and they judge each other based on that. And I'm like, if you're going to dress up, why is the focus on your genitalia? Why wouldn't the focus be on your face and your hair and your costume and your, and your fun? You know, it's so gross. So anyway, I have nothing to do with, they've excommunicated me here in Utah, their words, not mine. You, you know, you're a Nazi, you're a racist, you're a garbage person, and you are excommunicated from our community, and you are no longer welcome into any LGBTQ space in Utah. And if I were to go to a mainstream drag show dressed up as Lady Maga, I would face literal violence or things being thrown on my costume. Mm. But you know what? There's so much about love and tolerance, aren't they? Aren't they just so yes, loving? they are. Loving and tolerant until you slightly disagree with them, and then you're a Nazi, and you must be destroyed, and you must be mobbed so that you can't even get to your car after testifying to protect children. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something else. Um, I was always treated well by the pride community, the the alphabet community in Utah. However, I did not ever spend too much time. Obviously, I'm a I'm a straight man, so I don't spend too much time around the the alphabet community. Um, However, I have had experiences where um, as soon as they find out that I'm not an, an ally, then all of a sudden, you know, I am the worst thing ever. And just like you said, I must be destroyed right? and canceled or what, whatever number of things because they love so much. That's just what that's what they do. They love and I must so be destroyed. Love. Yeah. No, you are an ally because you believe in their freedom to do whatever the heck they want to do, but they don't yeah. believe in yours. Yeah. It doesn't go both ways. It's not a two-way street. They're just hypocrites. It's true. So, yeah. so uh, Senate, Senate Bill 16 um, made national headlines because it was yeah. the first bill in the United States to ban... Um, no, what, it what was... It was the first bill in 2023 to do so. There have been a few other places, but Utah is definitely leading the way. Um, and I, I'm honored and proud to have been a major part of that. Um, oh, I think the story came out. Channel 2 was at my house um, interviewing me, and I just got out all my Barbies. And I was like, yep, I collect vintage Barbies from the 80s because I am a total nerd and I am a man. And I'm actually um, more alpha than 90% of even conservative men who don't do anything or say anything. You know, they don't they don't do anything. So I just people are just like, what the heck? We can't argue with him because <laughs> all I do is just share factual information, you know. 
And so it's um, it's incredible that it passed here. I just I'm in touch with a woman in New Hampshire, and it looks like New Hampshire is going to follow Utah's lead and protect children. So um, I gave her Gays Against Groomers contact and me, and I'm going to share my my written testimony, which I put on Facebook with, you know, just rational things like you can't give a child alcohol. You cannot tattoo a child, but you can drug them and chemically castrate them with puberty blockers. That yeah, do you do you want to explain what Senate Bill 16 actually yeah, did? Yeah. So Senate Bill 16, there were actually two bills. Um, there was Representative Ship and uh, Representative Kennedy. And by the way, anybody watching this, um, if you want to make a difference, flag waving is great. It keeps us motivated, but you got to get involved on a local level. This is you have to be effective, not just right. And we are we have to get in there and be activists. I call I call myself an advocate. Um, we have to get in there like they do on the left. You know, yeah. study what they do because they're effective and then do it on the right. So Senate Bill 16 was to prevent puberty blockers. Um, which is a drug that prevents a child's natural adolescence and puberty from happening. So a girl won't have her period, a boy's testicles and genitalia will not fully develop, the Adam's apple won't develop, and they call it a pause. And Planned Parenthood puts, puts out adorable cartoons aimed at children um, touting puberty blockers as a pause. They're not a pause. They increase cancer risks, they decrease bone density. They have obvious mental side effects because if you inject if you inject a twelve year old girl with testosterone, she's going to lose her mind. Um, and so this is this is a lie that's being pushed. And if you watch, let's say a Lunesta commercial for sleep aids, um, they have to list the side effects really fast at the end of the commercial. Or in a magazine, they have their pretty advertisement, and then the next page is side effects. They do not do that with puberty blockers and people, um, God bless them. The road to hell and misery is paved in good intentions. These parents don't understand what they're doing. Most of them are moonchausen mothers anyway, just trying to get attention. And so the bill prevented puberty blockers, chemical castration, uh, panectomies, which I believe that's the word where they alter uh, a boy's um, anatomy to become female um, permanently reducing their ability to experience intimate sensations for the rest of their lives. Um, just like female genital mutilation in Somalia, which is, by the way, is rampant in Minnesota and Michigan. Guess why? Um, that procedure is meant to eliminate a girl's ability to have an intimate sensation in her body for the rest of her life. Um, and they they sew them up, and uh, when they do that to to a boy and create it's it's almost identical. It's it's genital mutilation is what it is. So the bill prevented that. Um, the only critique we had, I liked Representative Ship's bill a little better because it was it was harder. It was it was it took a little bit more of a firmer stance on this issue. And uh, Senator Kennedy's bill, this may have changed, but it gave a 60-day grace period for anyone who is currently taking these drugs to uh, stay on them. And so there's probably going to be a rush so that you don't have to stop because you're currently on the drugs. But um, yeah, the testimonies were just on the, the trans radical activist side. Um, 
what kills me is um, I'm in Utah. I grew up Mormon, Eagle Scout, missionary in France for two years. I cherish that upbringing. I learned so much. It was great. I graduated the program, but uh, people were testifying, getting up saying, I am LDS Mormon. I have a three-year-old transgender daughter and they're crying saying that, you know, that somehow mixes. So the woke Mormon church is actually the scariest thing in Utah right now. Uh, I agree. Vaccines, masks. um, I mean, all of it. And it's being pushed by the top. But the good news is real patriots and real Mormons, like if you look back in history, like Ezra Taft Benson, their former prophet, he was a hardcore patriot standing up for, you know, common sense and America. And that's just not the case with mainstream. They just follow, like they shut down their churches. Most churches willingly shut down. I cannot believe anyone did that. You saw the Jews in New York when they came into their meeting and they were like, get out Nazis. You will not take away our right to assemble and worship. But no other church did that. So I'm just like, Come on, LDS people, you're supposed to be the pioneers, you're supposed to be conservative, you know, but in Utah, the the woke left is really, really having an impact um, and evil organizations like Equality Utah, uh, you know, the LGBTQ that used to be about common sense gays and lesbians, but that narrative is over. No one cares about that because no one cares about gays and lesbians. Their whole narrative is trans, trans, children, 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 youth, youth, education in the schools. Let's teach children about homosexual sex in fourth grade. It's horrifying. But the Mormons here, like, I'm not bashing the Mormons. Love them. I love looking at their beautiful temples. I just think of them like with the mountains, it's like Elsa's castle. (laughs) But uh, it's really scary what's happening. The wokeness. Let let, let me tell you the issue I have. with the LDS church. Now, mind you, I actually just started attending church again. Oh, good. Good Um, for you. It's, you know, uh, we'll, we'll get into, you know, why maybe another time, but the issue I have with the church itself and the members, um, and this is part of the reason why I stopped going in the first place, but it was always no member criticizes the leadership. Yeah. I have a major issue with that. Because there are major issues and in, in this top-down structure and members don't criticize. And that, that that's no way to run an organization because then you get the worst people up at the top. Well, you got great ones. I, well, yeah, um, I have a close friend and she's not worthy to go to the temple because they rezoned her. Um, she doesn't live in Utah, but she had a Mormon church one minute from her house. She went there for 25 years with her family and they rezoned her to go to some ghetto church, like 30 minutes away. And she said, I will not do that. And if you're rezoning mothers with children, you can't ask them to load up their children and go to a church 30 minutes away. So she refused and they revoked her, her temple recommend. So she can't go to the temple. But she knows in her heart and before God, of course, it's it's just administrative nonsense. So the sheep mentality is very scary in any organization. And it happens even in the conservative movement. But oh, yeah, yes. I, I agree. 
uh, people always say, oh, you worship Trump, you're cult 45, blah. And I'm like, no, I do not worship him. I question and scrutinize every single thing he does. I just happen to love not having foreign wars. I happen to love affordable gas. I happen to love energy independence. I happen to love free speech. It doesn't mean I worship Trump, but there are people he could do no wrong. And so, yeah, anytime you stop critiquing any leader, uh, it's a very dangerous situation. So I would, I would agree with that. That's also one of the reasons I graduated. I don't call myself an ex-Mormon. I just say I graduated a beautiful program, learned a lot. And, um, the the patriot mormons that i work with they are they're the real deal you know they're the brigham youngs of 2023 yeah, yeah there's like, yes <laughs> there's, a, there's good people that mean well um i just wish that you know they they would have a bit more tenacity to stand up to what they know is not right i wish they would be alpha men yeah but they're 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 being beta men. They masked their children. Um, uh, I when I first uh, decided to get help for my alcoholism, um, I checked into a uh, a rehab place, and uh, I was told once I get to the home, um, you will not be required to wear a mask. But in the administrative office, they were just totally about masks. Even though in hospitals and clinics, they don't even require masks. So I got there and the first thing a woman said was, I'm not, and this is in Democrat run, Aaron Mendenhall, Salt Lake City region. She looked at me and said, I'm not talking to you without a mask. I said, so when we eat lunch, once I, I'm checked in, once we eat lunch, are we allowed to take them off when we're sitting around a table? Yes, you do group fitness classes. Are we allowed to remove the masks when we're doing group fitness, breathing heavily together in a room? Yes, I said, this is nonsensical and it's a deal breaker and I'm gonna find help elsewhere. And so I, I packed my bags and left, but no one takes a stand. That's what I mean when I say I'm an alpha male because I will be that one man who raises my hand and says, I will not, I will not comply. This is nonsensical. I will not muzzle myself as I'm trying, I'm going through withdrawals. I will not do it. And so any parent who willingly, like my assistant, God bless her, she never put on a mask and she never masked her children. And, you know, she's kicked out of stores. She had to homeschool everything. But see, that's what we needed because if everyone who disagreed with masks actually took a stand the way she did with her children and the way I did at this place, we would win this battle. But people just comply. And that's what I call a beta father. How dare you? How dare you abuse your child and mask your child knowing that it's abusive, it's psychologically damaging, it's disgusting because little children touch it all day long. The germs accumulate, their boogers are dripping. Um, my, my, my friend is a, a first grade teacher. She said the hygiene, these kids would wear the same mask for a week filled with boogers and, and germs. And then they could take it off when they eat. So it was pointless. It was all about social conditioning. It was all about whatever is next is going to be in the name of safety. And they, we failed the test in America. They know they can do anything to us in the name of safety. So that's why I took a stand and I had a lot of people very angry with me saying, your sobriety is more important than wearing a mask. I said, they said 30 days, just wear it. 
I said, you'd never ask a Muslim to eat hot dogs for 30 days because his sobriety is more important than not eating a hot dog. I said, this is a principle I cannot compromise. I cannot do it mentally. I, I can't. I will. I'll never compromise my liberty. And so I next day I went to AA and I did the outpatient AA program. I got a sponsor and I am so glad that I took a stand because I will never muzzle myself and I will never Good. inject something into my body that I don't need. But so many people just, they claim to be conservatives. They claim to be patriots, but they just follow the narrative. And that's why we're losing. We're not losing because of the radical left. We're losing because of complacency and silence. Capitulation. I, capitulation, yep. you know, and I do understand that certain people could never could ne could never lose their job because they have children. So I try not to be judgmental. Um, I get it, but I like to push back on that though. Our founding fathers had children too. I, you're right. You're right. I try so, to. I try not to be too judgmental. Um, we we got. We all got to draw the line. But but the point is is, you know, these these really brave godly men turn around and made the ultimate sacrifice. I, so you're right. You're right. It's, it, it's just, it's one of those things. I, I understand it, but I, I don't view it as an excuse. No. Well, Jacob, you and I, we are godly men. I don't care that I have a bow in my hair and a Cinderella bun. <laughs> I will, I will defend Liberty to the death. I will defend the free speech of people I disagree with to the death. Um, and, and, and I've lost everything already. I was in the, I had an eight year career. Can't mention names or details right now, but I had an eight year career and I lost it because I fought wokeness and I was fired for, you know, being an extremist. And on January 7th, they opened an investigation on me, um, even though I was not at the Capitol. Um, so I've lost everything. I've lost, I've lost so many family relationships. I've lost the entire LGBT uh, group. And side note, I don't hate these people. Many of them really are just fun, loving, uh, creative people. I, I miss them. Not all of them are evil. Not every drag queen is evil. Some of them are just about the comedy and they just like the artistry and dressing up and they look beautiful and not all of them are evil, but uh, they've been, they've been, um, forced into compliance and collectivism. And I get a lot of messages from uh, drag queens. I call myself a drag artist because they've ruined the term drag queen. Um, but I've got a lot of messages from these people who say, please, please, please don't stop. I can't lose my career. I can't lose my friends. I can't lose my, my, my drag gigs. I'm like, yes, you can, but I get it. And we have to be patient because not everyone is given the, the gift of being strong and having the courage and the confidence. I think, wasn't it like 10% of the patriots in the revolution or supported the, the revolution? Uh, it was, I can't remember the, the amount of support. It was only 3% that took, um, part par participated in actually uh, freeing uh, the country from British rule. However, support for the patriots was somewhere like eight, six six to eight percent see that's why you and i what we're doing right now we are modern revolutionaries we are the you know we are the people who are going to hold that 
war-torn flag if necessary and save everybody else. I mean, I'm not bragging, but um, not everyone can do it. I don't think it's everybody's responsibility because somebody's got to keep the bakery open. People got to, you know, uh, drive the bus. I mean, it's, it's okay, but the good news is the percentage of patriots like you and I can change the world. And quite frankly, Gaze Against Groomers has only been in existence for seven months and they've already made, like they helped me save the children of Utah. Like little boys like I was who love Barbies and Cinderella and everything else, they're not going to be drugged and they'll probably outgrow it. And my message to parents is like, I used to get punished and spanked and big trouble if I played with FAG toys. So, you know, it, it was pretty rough. But I, if I had been allowed to just play with Barbies and My Little Ponies, I think I would have outgrown it. But now here I am and I will be buried in my casket one day with Barbies and My Little Ponies in my casket. Because it's like when you forbid something, it's just it became that, you know, forbidden world. And uh, I, I love, you know, vintage Barbie. I love all that stuff. And um, I want to explain why some kids do love Barbies, especially boys. I don't understand tomboys. I'm like, you're a girl. You get all the fun. <laughs> why, why, why don't you like pink? Why don't you like sparkles? What's wrong with you? But God bless them. But what, I was a child that came from a broken home, a violent home. And um, when I went to the store, the boy aisle, boy aisle, uh, nothing was smiling at me. Spider-Man, mm -mm. Batman, no. WWF figurines, absolutely not. Even Nerf guns and those types of things were monster trucks. Everything was based on conflict. And I do believe that a heterosexual boy, that's natural. They're, they're naturally wanting to defend the nest. They're naturally wanting to find the enemies and destroy the enemies. Um, but for me, that girl aisle, when I'd walk down that aisle, there were all those little bears, like families, dollhouse things. It was a family. Like there's mom, there's dad, there's little babies, there's a crib, there's, you know, this, this is a happy family. And Barbies, you walk by the Barbies and they're smiling at you. They are ready to be your friend. They're ready to be a dentist or, or, or a doctor, or they have like the, the horse with the little sister and Barbie, like ready to go camping. It was just a happy world. And every My Little Pony was like, friendship, sparkle, magic time. Care Bears, stare, love, friendship, courage, good luck. So that's, that's what I try to explain to people is if you have a little boy who loves those things, it might just be that he's tenderhearted and that world is very happy, gentle, and inviting. And um, if you have a girl who doesn't like those things, she may just be tough, you know? So that's why I love those things, and I always will. But uh, if you forbid your kid from playing with that stuff, like if you tell a little child, you can never have an apple. Apples are bad. You're a boy. Don't eat apples. I guarantee apples are going to be their favorite fruit for the rest of their life. <laughs> So that's, you know, that's my take on why some kids like it. And it usually, honestly, it usually is gay kids. Like I do believe I was born gay. Never had a desire for breasticles or, you know, the nether regions of a female. I just never have. Um, but uh, the, the gay boys are being told they're girls. 
And that's one of the things that's so terrifying is they're predatorily going after gay people. They don't exist anymore. So obviously I, I do know the answer to this, but do trans children exist? I'm not speaking on behalf of Gays Against Groomers. I'm speaking on behalf yes. of Ryan Woods. Absolutely. Categorically. Demonstrably. No. And here's why. Let's look at ourselves as cavemen and women back in the day. Look at primitive cultures, what we once were as, as humans. No child would ever, ever look down at their biological foot or their legs or their genitalia and say, I am in the wrong body. I want to cut this off. I hate this. I am in the wrong body. Now they may have wanted to cook with the women and chit chat with grandma around the fire instead of just killing the animals. But the idea that they're in the wrong body is it's farcical and it's just simply a result of social media and parental and societal grooming. This is grooming. That's why we are gays against groomers because they're grooming children into believing this. They'll actually go as far as to say, my little boy was in the bath and he looked down and said, what's that mommy? Oh, it's so creepy to even repeat what they say, but that's literally what they say. It, it is impossible for a no child is born in the wrong body and the only way this idea would come into their head is through societal parental and cultural grooming it's horrifying so absolutely not and even trans adults um i feel like like if you look at dylan mulvaney that woman who was invited <laughs> to be to talk to the united states president <laughs> Um, he, his whole definition of womanhood is yeah. hair, makeup, clothing, interests, behaviors. It's so ridiculous. So I feel it's like a lot of bastardization. Oh, totally. It diminishes women to nothing but colors and, 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 and the way he acts, he acts overly effeminate. No woman really acts that way. Yeah. Know? My hiking hills. Right. No. What? <laughs> my lady pouch. He's literally dangling tampons into the camera yeah. talking about learning about my lady pouch, even though he's trying to normalize the bulge in bikinis, a woman with a bulge. Like, it's just it's nonsensical. So I feel like a lot of I, I first of all. I do not understand in any way, shape or form or represent transgender people i cannot fathom anyone wanting to alter their genitalia i cannot fathom not wanting my god-given voice or my my chin or my hand i mean i just i cannot fathom it and i it's so frustrating for me because people you know they lump me in with lgbt and the the reality is most adult transgender women biological men who identify as a woman are heterosexual. They're still with women. And so again, I'm not a spokesperson for them, spokesman. <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't, I don't represent them. 
Do I support their rights as adults to do whatever the heck they want, wear whatever the heck they want, identify as whatever the heck they want? Absolutely. This is America. I believe in absolute freedom. I am a freedom absolutist, libertarian at heart, reluctantly Republican because they're more effective in getting things done. But uh, these, these people, I support their freedom as long as I am not required by law to call them a certain pronoun. And I certainly do not believe that my tax dollars should pay for those elective surgeries because that's what they are. They are elective surgeries. They are not biologically necessary like cancer surgeries or other procedures to save a life. They are elective. Now, Blair White is one of my heroes. She's a little bit, you know, sexy, sexy, a little kind of outside my comfort range because I grew up Mormon, but I love her. She is a, a transgender woman who says um, everything I'm basically saying, but I support her freedom and I will call her her by choice because she presents herself as a woman. She looks gorgeous, living her life. And by choice, I'll say, you know what? She, Blair, but they're trying to put you in jail if you misgender someone. So that's kind of where I stand. But no, I do not believe a trans child exists. Absolutely not. Quote me on that. Absolutely not. Do I believe uh, boys who love Barbies in pink and who do not fit the mold of a boy exist? Of course. Of course. But that's a whole different conversation that has nothing to do with biology or a child's actual um, body. So no, I, I would say absolutely not. Any child who identifies as trans has been groomed, horrifically groomed by social media. Chloe Cole, She's one of America's most famous detransitioners. She had her breasts mutilated and cut off when she was 15 years old. Now she's 18 and she travels the country saying, I was groomed, I was manipulated. I cut off my breasts and I regret it. And so um, she said, the only reason I really wanted to do this is because I was always on social media and they made it seem so great. They made it seem so fun. And I identified, I didn't identify with girl things um, and uh, girl things, I say in quotes, because I don't think there really is such a thing as girl and boy. If you look throughout history, our founding fathers wore wigs, bows, tights, and heels, literally. <laughs> if someone That's were true. to wear those outfits today, they would say those are women's clothing. The Aztecs were basically drag queens. Feathers, gold, rings, flowing capes. You know, look at the Egyptians. <laughs> look at Versailles for crying out loud. Or even, even British monarchy. We're talking lace. We're talking fur. We're talking yep. wigs. We're talking powder. We're talking colors. So, you know, the peacock in nature, male versus female. I, none of this has anything to do with biological gender. It is simply clothing and all that kind of stuff. So for them to tie those things in, to, or even like what I'm objectively, my look today, alpha male Cinderella, is um, it's simply colors, it's clothing. And depending on the time period in history, this wouldn't even be different. So everything changes, has nothing to do with whether you're not, you're a man or a woman. And I really feel so sorry for, you know, I'm, I'm open about this. In 2016, I woke up in the ICU because of a suicide attempt. I was dealing with um, some unmanaged, uh, you know, depression and things. And 
the, in the, in the hospital, they kind of forced me to go to outpatient LGBTQ therapy. And, um, this was the first time I'd ever heard of pronouns and all that kind of stuff. I, and I did question, well, they're telling me that I'm probably trans. Maybe I am because I love makeup. I love hair. I love all these things. And, and they're telling me that that's, that means I'm trans. So I was like, Hmm, I'm obviously coming out of an emotionally traumatizing experience. And in some ways I was being groomed because I was in such a vulnerable, difficult time after being hospitalized. And, um, I ended up experimenting a little bit with clothing. Um, and then I went to a drag show and I saw this Beyonce impersonator with the fan in the hair and the sparkles and the spotlight. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I'm not a woman. I just want to get back into the performing arts. I just want to have fun and do whatever the heck I want. I'm not in the wrong body. I don't want to be a woman. I love my Southern region. Like let's leave that the way it is, but, <laughs> but I want to have fun. I've always loved fashion and colors. I mean, I've been performing and dancing, tap dancing, hip hop, jazz since I was a tiny kid. And it was a way of, for me to get back into something really, really exciting and challenging. And that's, that's what I realized. So I, I feel like a lot of adult trans people, again, I don't understand them and I don't even know if this is correct, but from my corner of the castle, <laughs> um, I feel like they feel pressure to be the opposite gender simply because they like things that they could still enjoy as a man. Like, I just keep going back to it, bows in your hair. I love bows, I think they're beautiful. And if I was in Versailles, I'd have a giant bow and a wig. I mean, come on, you know? <laughs> so I just feel like they, they should be allowed to express themselves without being labeled a woman, without being labeled the opposite gender. And the most horrifying thing about the trend is transgender girls. The epidemic is mostly of girls. And um, this is heartbreaking to talk about, but if you objectively think of why a 12 or 13 year old girl would hate their breasts enough to wear body morphing, damaging, uncomfortable binders that you can buy at Target to squish their body so that nobody can see their breasts or they want to cut them off. Why would they do that? And the answer is because in a lot of cases they have been sexually abused and they view their femininity, their breasts, their attractiveness as a potential target for more abuse. So the more butch, the more masculine, the more tough, the more male they can appear, the less they're going to be attractive to more potential abuse. And that is a reality. These kids need therapy to talk about that, but they don't even talk about that. They say, how do you identify? You're a boy. Well, we're going to get you gender affirming care. No, ask her why she hates her breasts. Ask her why she wants to appear aggressively masculine. It's because she's been abused in so many cases. I'm not saying that's every case, but that is a rational and factual explanation as to why a young girl would want to do that. 
Now the boys who want to become girls, um, I, I, I don't know how abuse would, would play a role in that. It's more of a mystery to me. And most of the boys uh, transitioning from a boy, to, allegedly from a boy to a girl, I think is much easier. Um, it's easier to hide you know, their bodies and wear a skirt or makeup or something. I think it's more fun. I think it's more social. I think it's just attention grabbing for boys, but for girls who want to mutilate their own bodies, I truly believe that they have been um, excessively hurt. Hey, can I take a one minute break and come right back? By all means. Okay. Tell your followers how to support you while I'm gone. <laughs> yes, of course. Make sure, uh, make sure to check Ryan out on his website, uh, ladymagausa.com. Um, make sure to uh, go to risetoliberty.com slash links. These are important conversations, in my opinion. They're tough conversations. But it seems we, we can't even get to the, the truth of the matter because these conversations end up getting shut out they, they end up getting shut down. If you question any of this, then you're hateful, you're bigoted, you're just a terrible person. And I completely disagree with censorship on every level. Um, I'm a free speech absolutist. So these conversations, regardless of how difficult they are, they, they need to be had. Um, you, you have to face difficult situations and difficult topics head on to be able to find out the truth. The, the, only, the only solution to a bad idea is a good idea. And without the conversations taking place, we wouldn't be able to face these bad ideas with good ideas. All right. And Ryan is back. Ryan's um, back. All right. Dun, 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 dun. I'm like so, obsessed with the year 1999. It was just, oh, could we please just go back? <laughs> so I do have a video I wanted to pull up. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Do you remember pop-up video? Oh, yes, I do. It was the best. That is funny. I haven't thought about that in years. I'm stuck in the 90s forever. I want to go back to being a kid, just like that world. <laughs> it was so great. But I don't want to be a kid again, but I want the culture and the environment of the 90s to be now. I don't like 2023 I agree. very much. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel out of place in 2023. Me too. It just, I, can't I don't know. It's, it's not my time. It's not my time. Yes, it is, Jacob. Yes, it is. We were <laughs> called by God to be... Patriots and warriors right now and advocates. I agree with so that. So here we go. If so, you think Manny Chenner. So okay. yeah, this this was a video. Um, th this was a live from TikTok. I'm just going to say this right now. Uh, anybody who sees this, I did not blur out the names of the people involved. Do not harass them. Do not go after them for any reason. I completely disavow and do not condone that in any way, shape, or form. Um, th this isn't about this. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with that. The reason why I'm showing this is because this is from the 
opposition's perspective. So I just wanted to say that, um, you know, out, out in the open, out, out front, because that's not what any of this is about. And I want that on record. Let's see, can you hear it? Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. You can't hear that at all? I can't. Can you hear me? Hmm. I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I can't hear it. Hmm. Let's see. Let's try this a different way. Maturity's a but maturity's a good quality, right? Could you agree? Qualia. Is it a is it a good quality? It's a qualia. You qualia? Yes, it's a qualia. <laughs> so it's it's something internal that they have to work on and manage and grow. Is it a it's, good thing to have? Yes. It's a great thing to have. So look. And guess what? Adults are capable okay. of doing it, kids are not. Exactly. That's my point. So this is this is why I'm saying but it, determining it, 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 how it'll, they feel about is themselves more is not is not a capacity of maturity. That's just no, simply look, look, look. Thank you, by the way, uh, that yeah. the person at the top in the column, um, he he is actually a gender care affirming therapist, child abuser groomer yes thank you and um let's see i don't know why that switched and he's making Anyways. a lot of money right now yes it's about money and it's about power exactly so that's that's the perspective he's coming from um a little bit of context to why he's speaking the way he is that is simply a developmental process but you gender, just you just said gender is a developmental process. This has nothing to do with maturity. It's gonna tie in beautifully. Okay, you just you said children don't have the capacity, the capacity for the maturity of an adult. Yes, and yes, right. So this this proves this really proves my point that but most you saying you don't even exercise the capacity so, of maturity. So look, is it? I, I mean, is, is, is there data? First of all, first of all, is there even like, I, see, I don't want to even want to use the word most, right? For something like that, especially. I'm just going to say there's a population. I don't want to use most because then it, it kind of exaggerates maybe. But whatever, y'all. Let's, let's, let's be nice. Let's be nice. Let's, let's assume, you know. But you just said children don't have the, the capacity, right? To have a compared good. Compared to adults, they don't have yes, the capacity. Yes. So how is it sensible? As, mature as adults. However. So how. That is not the same as measuring their their capacity for gender development. Gender development happens very early on. But what is okay? So define maturity then. Just, uh, like uh, like what it's like just, maturity is just various growing stages. Uh huh. And adults go get into that growing stage because they age and they grow. So I didn't want to watch the whole video because 
got it it's like 20 minutes long i recorded but it is something i wanted to touch on just real quick how some of these people believe you know, like gender is f formed early on um i i just wrote an art or read an article not wrote i read an article recently um harvard is now teaching some doctors how to treat gender dysphoria in six-month-old babies honestly the the medical profession is uh predatorily and manipulatively um forcing people to sign documents i spoke with a doctor at a republican event and he said i literally had to sign lies and embrace lies in order to keep my practice so yes they're going after that um, I just think that gender affirming person, man, was making his own point the whole time. <laughs> I mean, making our point the whole time by saying children don't have the maturity. So gender, my other question for these people is what defines gender? And they will always, almost like 99% of the time, they, they say the word Barbies. Boys who like Barbies, yeah. boys who like pink, boys who don't like sports, boys who love um, any My Little Pony, anything. They base gender identity on toys and objects like lip gloss. Which what is, does this have to do with gender? Nothing. That, it just feels good on your lips and it tastes nice. <laughs> and little kids like to eat it. Like, well, that, doesn't Bonnie it seem Bell, so stereotypical? and kind of kind of sexist like oh it's totally sexist yeah nothing could be more sexist than telling a strong girl who doesn't want long hair she doesn't want to wear makeup she doesn't like dresses nothing is more sexist than telling her that that means you're a man because only a man can be strong and they've come out and said that joan of arc was non-binary which means joan of arc couldn't just have been a bad bad ace American or not American. <laughs> she was not American. She was Francaise. I should know that. I lived in France for deux <laughs> ans. Um, no, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, she can't just be a strong, courageous warrior woman in order for her to have accomplished what she accomplished. She has to identify with the male gender. That is sexist in itself. What yeah. happened to girl power? Why can't, a, why can't a girl a female, a woman, be strong, be aggressive, be a defender, be Joan of freaking Ark without identifying with people who have a penis. Talk about anti-feminist. And they're the yeah. ones who say the binary does not exist, but they're constantly reinforcing gender stereotypes. You know, all men have short hair. All men play sports. All These are all for men. And all women love pink, all women. It's it's just, it's so farcical and it's so detrimental and it's so anti-freedom because they're the ones putting people in boxes, in the alphabet boxes. And you and I are clearly very liberated people who live as we choose. You're, I mean, you, we both got a beard, but um, I'm no less of a man than you because I love pink and lip gloss. It's so Not at all. Right. It's so stupid for them to say that uh, all these things define like they cannot define what a woman is. Well, how close minded 
Mm-hmm. You know, like things have to be a certain way. You play with a Barbie, so you're a girl. Like that. That no. seems like what you were trying to fight against. It, well, at least that's what you were saying. Well, even in the term non-binary, they're reinforcing a binary. Yeah, you're either non-binary or you are binary, thus creating the yeah. binary. It, that's exactly right. So um, I have to go on record. My new mission, um, since I'm walking with God and I, I'm so- sober, is to add light to the darkness, not just point out the darkness. So I want to add a little compassion for these people. Um, of course. I, I don't believe that every parent who thinks they have a transgender child, aside from the Munchausen mothers who deliberately do this for attention, like Desmond is amazing. His mother exploits him and makes hundreds of thousands of dollars off of him. But otherwise, these are people who are living in darkness. They are brainwashed by social media, by the Democrats. And you can pity them because our own president the president, the so-called president of the United States is touting this stuff. So very powerful, influential people who in their eyes are reputable, you know, from people like Oprah to the the Bidens, whatever. So they're being lied to and they're manipulated. So my prayer is just that our work and the work of gays against groomers can be an act of love and compassion to save lives and to advocate for these families and children who are being force-fed lies. Just like the Latino community, they love Jesus. They honor their elderly. They have big families. They support traditional marriage in the traditional family, but they're being lied to and manipulated by the left. So it's the same thing with these people who have a little boy and then a a reputable counselor like this bozo on that video is going to say, well, I think your son is trans. He's expressing himself. And obviously we need to get him on puberty blockers because I get a kickback from the pharmaceutical industry. It's that evil. And that's grooming. That is grooming, grooming, grooming. And if you have a little boy or even a teenage boy, look, I don't know why he'd want to wear a dress to school, whatever. Um, that's harmless. Who cares? Be rebellious, you know, uh, whatever they want to do, just leave their bodies alone because they'll outgrow it. And a huge, I believe it's over 90% of people who identify as trans end up outgrowing it and they change their mind. But social media and the left blocks the testimonials of detransitioners as hate speech and misinformation like Chloe Cole. And she's, I met her, love her. I gave her a makeup compact and a little letter. And I just said, you're so courageous. Cause I don't think this 18 year old girl wants to be spending her life being attacked and insulted and screamed at everywhere she goes, but she's trying to save lives. And I just thank God in heaven that no one ever convinced me to do that as a kid. And I guarantee if I had been born to woke parents today, look at me, I would have been groomed into believing that I was in the wrong body. And that's just, <sighs> you know, I, I have a hard time believing that we even have to have this conversation or that a bill like Senate bill 16 has to even exist. It honestly just breaks my heart. These kids, they're just like I was. They're just kids who like dolls and pink 
they're not in the wrong body and they're being lied to and they're going to face consequences, unimaginable consequences, you know, mutilating their bodies. And then later they're going to suffer. And I just I can't even imagine if this had happened to me. And that's why I speak out because, you know, I'm a drag artist. I love dress up. I love all of these things, but they're taking kids like I was. And I know what it's like to be different. I know I was so bullied in school that I had to get a variance to another school egg smashed on my head called, you know, fag and all these things. So I do understand what it's like to be different, but the solution is not to mutilate someone's body. The solution is to help them develop confidence that has nothing to do with sexuality or identity. Who are you? Are you courageous? Are you creative? Are you talented? Are you hardworking? Are you a good student? Are you a good brother? Are you a dancer? Are you an athlete? You know, there's so many ways of building up a person's confidence without sexuality indoctrination or um, surgery. So that's my message to all these parents and the people abusing these kids. I don't hate you. Um, I think what you're doing is beyond horrifying abuse. Um, I will also openly say that I believe any genital surgery on a minor is worse than what happened to Elizabeth Smart. And I'll tell you why, or JC Dugard. I'll tell you why, because both of those women were able to heal and move on from their temporary horrifying abuse. Elizabeth Smart went through the, the just horrifying abuse. But today she gives speeches saying, I will never give those people another minute of my mental energy. She's married, she has children, she has a beautiful life, and she's a powerful, God-loving woman now. People who have their breasts cut off or their genitalia mutilated or their adolescence stunted and their cancer risks increased, that abuse is lifelong. They can never go back. They can never get their body back to what it was. It is, it is worse than what they did to Elizabeth Smart, but they're, they're doing it in the name of love, gender affirming care. And so I wanna tell those parents what you are doing, if you are allowing a minor to have a surgery on their nether regions, or you're cutting off a girl's breasts, or you're pumping a child full of those drugs, what you are doing is worse than what those kidnappers did to Elizabeth Smart. And you know what I'm talking about. We know what they did to her. So it's that serious. That being said, I can forgive you on a certain level because you have been lied to and you have been manipulated but if you admit you have made it to this point of this interview, you know the truth and you owe it to yourself and your child to search the ramifications, side effects and lifelong consequences of what you're considering doing to your child. Leave your child in their beautiful, natural body. And if you got a boy, buy him a Barbie. <laughs> if you got a girl, buy her a football. I don't know what tomboys like to do, but... <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know I, I would like to preface this with, you know, obviously gender gender dysphoria exists. You know, I I pull into question uh, our modern understanding or the modern usage of gender and what that means. I'm, you know, that that's a different discussion. However, gender dysphoria does exist. And I can't even imagine what that 
would be like um and i can't speak from that point there that that uh that that knowledge you know i i've never experienced that personally however um this this is different when we're speaking of adults and them them getting help or them you know what even just doing whatever you want to do with the surgeries and everything even if i disagree with it that it's completely different you're an adult but with children dysphoria comes from grooming gender dysphoria does not come from within a child's heart it does not it is a result of it's grooming. True. It's a result of In my abuse. opinion, I, I would result, agree with that. It's a result of television. And when they say gender dysphoria, they cannot define gender. They cannot define it. It's defined by a child loving Cinderella. It's, a, it's defined by a child picking up a mouse and saying, this is Gus Gus from Cinderella. <laughs> it, it, it has nothing to do with gender. But so see, gender dysphoria would be a result of grooming where they say, oh, you are pretending that's a Cinderella mouse. That means you're a girl. No, no, it doesn't. It just means the kid has a good imagination and it's fun to pretend this is a Cinderella mouse, which he really yeah. is. Look at him. He's so cute. <laughs> but yeah, no. So um, there, there was a comment I wanted to, to oh, highlight okay. real quick. Great. Great. Uh, would argue most of the problems come from the non-binary community, not the trans community. Uh, the push confusion comes from the infinite amount of pronouns and genders that they uh, and envy uh, that the MB community pushes. Absolutely. Um, I agree with that 100%. I would agree. Yeah. But um, I, I don't believe people. that gender exists even it, as, like I said, as we use it. Um, the stereotypes exist. Um, I, I think that's about it. Biological sex exists. And outside of that, I'm, I, I believe gender, the way that it's used is a modern propaganda word. That's absolutely right. And the non-binary community, keep in mind, this is straight white women. <laughs> they must be stopped. No, primarily. <laughs> it is. Non-binary. The ever-expanding alphabet mm -hmm. is not about homosexuals. That's why gays against groomers were like, wait a minute, can't we just be gays and lesbians? Like, we get each other, kind of. I don't really understand lesbians. I'm like, girl, little lip gloss. <laughs> but we <laughs> have about our the own... lesbians that look like Justin Bieber? Mm -hmm. How do you explain oh, that? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say the ones who lipstick lesbians. I was like, I love them. <laughs> no, I love all I love all this. I don't care. I don't look at them as lesbians. They're just people. But gays yes. and lesbians, we do have our own thing especially gay men like it's okay we're not trans we're not bisexual we're not um gender non-conforming and queer means absolutely nothing queer is simply a way of recruiting straight people so non-binary queer all of this stuff has nothing to do with homosexuality and so you're right that commenter is right by the way thank you for watching what an honor um the whole the whole push is by straight people looking for attention and wanting to be part of a special group because the most celebrated thing you can do in high schools right now is come out as non-binary. And then you get all the likes on Facebook. That's and we awesome. know the younger generation lives through social media. They see everything. They can't watch a sunset without posting it on social media. We're guilty of it too. They've completely brainwashed us that something didn't really happen <laughs> unless 
It's on social media. And of but... course, us bisexuals are just chopped liver. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. No, it's it's um, bisexuals, homosexual men and women um, are being erased. Um, I, yeah, I have, it's I have only to to about work. the T's now. Everything's about the T's. Um, I grew up Mormon and I dabbled in conversion therapy. I wanted to be straight and just please my family. You know, I was... I was Mulan. Who is that girl I see staring straight back at me? When will my reflex? So I was like, okay, I gotta be, gotta please the family. So I went to to conversion therapy. It wasn't torturous. They didn't put electrodes on my my gonads. Like it was, it was just <laughs> emotional. But um, the left will will say conversion therapy is so evil. We're against conversion therapy, and yet at the same time, they will tell me as a biological male homosexual man that if i'm not willing to date a transgender man with a vagina i am transphobic what is the difference between conversion therapists on the right telling me to like women with a vagina for religious reasons and the lgbtqia plus mafia telling me that i have to like a trans man with a vagina it's identical so again hypocrisy is the name of their game well, I mean, all of this grooming seems to be conversion therapy in the opposite direction. Oh, it totally is. Hey, I actually, so, I've got my scrubs on. Um, I have, I have a, a new, a new job that I'm obviously just keeping completely. Congratulations. Private, but uh, I got to, got to get to work. Um, of course. Because as Brittany taught us, you better work. We don't say that. <laughs> so. Well, let wow. everyone know where they can find you um, and what, what you have coming up and plug anything you want. Oh, wonderful. Um, you can start just visit LadyMagaUSA.com. That'll take you to all the stuff. I'm really excited about my music. I'm going to complete an album because we got to add to the to the pop culture, not just critique it all the time. So I have three songs. Um, you can find those if you just uh, Google Lady Maga USA on Spotify or Amazon Music. You can find my songs. I've got one, Happy Today, Baby Take a Stand, and Blood Thinners about family betrayal. It's a good one. It's juicy and it's very therapeutic for those of us who've lost close family relationships for standing up for the truth. Uh, Twitter, Lady Maga USA. YouTube, Lady Maga USA. I'm most active on Facebook. Got 45,000 wonderful friends on there. So it's it's Lady Maga USA. And I've been kicked off of Instagram thrice. So uh, it's LMUSA, Lady Mega USA, LMUSA1776. That's my latest attempt to stay on Instagram. But um, I think they're backing off a little bit because we've exposed them for their censorship. So I've noticed I've been on there for a while now. I am not near what I had before, but I got like 10,000 followers on there. But I'm grateful. Uh, and, and also, everybody, remember this. If you feel like you're not making a difference because you're shadow banned or you're, you're not reaching a large audience, if you had to give a local speech in a classroom or for 50 people, you would prepare and you would really, really consider that a big deal. So you need to think, even if I only get 40 views or 50 views on something, that's a room full of people. And if you were doing it in person, you would consider that a great success. So just remember that because we're right. all, you know, sometimes like my testimony, 300,000 views and some of my lives, you know, tons of views, but sometimes things don't get a lot of views, but it still matters. 
and God will put the people who need to hear what you're saying on your path, even if it's one or two people, because it's a ripple effect. And who knows who's going to watch this? I know, I know people who disagree with me do watch my interviews and pick them apart, but maybe we reach their heart today. Maybe they'll question the validity of protecting children, but Jacob, it was such an honor to be on your program. Thank you for Thank your hard you. work. I know how exhausting it is. I know how quickly time passes and all of a sudden you got a new episode that you're working on. Yeah. I know I know editing and technical issues and then balancing your personal life with all of this comes at a great it's cost. A lot. It is a lot. So Thank you for having me of on course. here. Thank you for doing your show. And then once this is posted, I'll be sure to share it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it should, uh, that, that link that I sent you, it, it should just be there. Okay. So after, after work tonight, I will, I will pull that up. Well, perfect. Thank you so much, Ryan, for coming All on. Right. Uh, definitely want to get you back on again and, uh, enjoy All your right. new job. Everyone right. that, uh, watched it at this, uh, made it to this point in the interview. Thank you so much. Make sure to hit that like, share, subscribe button that helps us grow. We are artificially uh, kept down by our big tech overlords. They don't like these conversations getting out. So if you found this valuable, please share it, like it, subscribe. Um, make sure to visit risetoliberty.com slash links. That's where you can find everything. All of you know my amazing guest links and my links are down in the episode description and until next time stay All free right. my friends gus gus says goodbye <laughs>